0: A good morning, a good Nair of Shabbos, Erev Shabbos, Tovshin, And we are in the months of Mar Cheshven. As we mentioned in the Zoom Shmood this week, that there's no question as we continue during this time period of the pan epidemic, we try to get Chizuk from the Torah from the Parshish. And we're going to try our best to say some Devere Torah and to examine things as best as we can from the prism of the Torah, which gives us all the right direction, how to look at life and how we can be mechazek ourselves as we go through these difficult times together. So the Torah starts off very, very famous pasuk that we're all familiar with. Eile told us, these are the offspring of Nayach, and then the Torah says, Nayach is tzaddik. The Torah says, Nayach was a tzaddik. He was perfect in his generation. a went with him. And then the Pasik says, It then begins to count and to say over who the children of Nayach were. And Rashi is bothered by this. Why, in the midst of Pasik number one, which is Pasik tes? Did it mention uh, when it starts saying Ela told us, nayach, All of a sudden, it's Mavsik, and it begins to speak about. Oh, nayach was a tzadik. So Rashi says two interpretations. One is that whenever we mention as tzadik, we say the word tzadik. So we, we we say nayach, we say a tzadik, We always speak about the shvach. We speak about the praises of it, like it says Zeicher tzaddik lebracha. That the Zeicher of a tzaddik. Once we mention a tzadik, we already ah, uh, it, it brings bracha. So that's Chad Eila told us Noyach. And once we mentioned that Tzadik, Noyach is Tzadik. We want to speak about the That's one interpretation of Rashi. The second interpretation of Rashi is that the Iker told us, shal For sure, Noyach had offspring. He had Sheyem, Chom and Yofas. But the main offspring of Noyach was his Maisim Toivim, his Tzitkis. And this is a Yesaid. The Meirall explains that it's an amazing, amazing thing that in what does this mean that the Ikritol desayim is the Maisim Tevim? It says because when a person has offspring, physical offspring, there's a Shutaf. The Shutaf is HaKadosh Baruch As we know, Shlosh HaShutfim mm-hmm. The man, the woman, and HaKadosh Baruch they're all Shutfim in the creation of the child. But in Maisim Tevim, we know there's a klal that... There's one thing that HaKadosh gives us in this world, which is completely in our hands, and that's our Bechir is our free choice. When a person does a good deed, that is his own offspring. And that's an, an, an outcome of his Avogah. So therefore, that's what the Lashon of the Pasuk is. told us, Aim Tzadikim, Ma'isim The Ikar told us of the Tzadikim, there Ma'isim To'vim. That shows that a person is really bringing something into the world, which no one else can bring into the world. And it's a tremendous chizik. Whenever a person does a good deed, and a good deed means, and he works on perfecting himself, making himself into a better person, that is an offspring, which he himself is bringing into the world. And that is the ikr, told the same of tzaddikim, is the ma'isim Taifim. I saw from the, Rav Moshe Feinstein that they bring down the gavaldic insight, the connection between the told the same, of the Sadiqim the ma'asim Ta'ivim, and the tolders of Nayach. So Rav Moshe puts them together. He says, once a teacher is just like a father, has a tremendous love for his children. Each child is special. Each child gets a special kiss in the same fashion, Sadiqim, They want to show us that when we look at our ma'asim Ta'ivim, it should be with the same love, the same khavivas that we have for, like a son, like a, like a chosen son. And a person... Should know that Ravensha Moshe was not darish the no mekayim. Rav Moshe would kiss any single time he would kiss his tefillin. He would kiss to say, For the seifet A person could literally see how attached he was to those to those mitzvahs and meisentayvim. And reminded me of what I tried to do when it comes to the yom tevin of sukkah and pesach, we kiss the we kiss the matzahs on pesach. We kiss the sukkah, the walls of the sukkah on sukkah. When we left the sukkah, we kissed it because we're taking a goodbye kiss to that mitzvah which we had. And the truth is, we hope that the outer uh, mycin that we do should be a hashpah on the inner maizim, that we really should have an attachment to mitzvahs. Mitzvahs should be something which we're excited about. I just know myself, this year after Sukkot, when I put on tefillin the first time, and I put on tefillin after not putting on the tefillin for the whole yompton, because here in the Minigan Eretz all well is not to put on tefillin Even during Cholamayit, I know there was like a tremendous chavivus of the mitzvah. And when we went into the sukkah in order the first night, then we went into this, to be makai in the midst of the lulav. We kissed the lulav, we kissed the yesrig. It was a tremendous chavivus. This is a message that we should take from the beginning of Parshas Noyach. Now, it's no question that the um, connection between this week's parasha and what's going on in our lives is very, very clear and very, very simple that there's a mabel that's going on outside. The Kodesh Baruch brought a mabel into the world because of the hashchasa of what took place in the times of Nayach. And the same fashion, there is a hashchasa that's going on in the world, and the Kodesh Baruch has brought a different type of mabel. First of all, let's try to understand this. Mabel, Rashi explains a few different pshatim, but one of the pshatim is the Lashen of Bilbo. The Baruch was mavalvel es ha'olam, es ha'kol, he mixed everything up. That's what happened, the gases and the, and the, and the, the, the floods that took place from the Tehoi Rabbah from the Rubeh Sashomayim, everything was completely, completely destroyed. Rabbi say, we're living in a world where everything is not clear. That's what bilbul is. Bilbo is when things are without clarity. And what, what is the one place that a person has clarity is to into the Teva. When we go into the Teva, the Teva of Nayach, where things are quiet and where things are calm, and what did Neuch do during the year that he was there? He did chesed, he did kindness with the animals, he did kindness with other beings that were created, and he separated himself from Hefkerus, he separ- separated himself from the lawlessness, from the Chamas, from the Gezel, from the Arayas, and he tried to create within himself, in his family, a newness that would, he would be able to come out into the world and to, to rebuild, to build a new world. And that's what we want to happen in our lives. We want to be able to go into the Teva. Today, the Teva, we always used to say the Teva is the yeshivas, the Teva is the Batamidrashim, the Teva is the Jewish house. And even though today we know that we have had our wings clipped and that it's very, very difficult to daven in shuls today and the yeshivas throughout the world have to come up with all kinds of capsulas and all kinds of ways for people to be able to get into the base Medrash. But we should know that this itself is a mila that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is allowing us to be able to attach ourselves to the teva into whatever degree we can do. And that in itself is going to bring tzoyhar. It's going to bring a light it says the Tsaya tasla teva. We always say over that the tzoya teva is the pshat. A teva could mean an ark. A teva could mean a word. As we say, a teva is the isias, the words that we say over, the divrei Torah, the divrei tevila. And what happened is just like in the teva, there was a tzoya, there was a, a precious stone which shone. So a person should make sure that his divrei Tvila, especially during these times, should be lichtik. It should be filled with light. A tzoyah atasalateva. And I said over last night, and we'll say it over again because it's just worthwhile to mention it, that a certain bacher was in one of the capsules in Yeshiva's Oral Chana where my grandchildren learn during the last period. And you should know the social isolation is very, very difficult. Even if you have friends, but to be there for a long time period, i being able to go home. Not an easy task. And one day this bacher called his father and he said, Ab, I want to tell you something, but please don't laugh at me. He says, one night I was feeling very, very depressed. I was feeling down that I'm not able to have a social life. I can't go out. I can't go see you, and it's difficult. It's difficult to sit and learn the whole day, and and to be in the base medrash all day. And what does a person do when he's in yeshiva? He goes to the base medrash, to the, to the to the to the room, to the dining room, back to the base medrash for davening, for learning. Not an easy task. And I was sitting in my room being depressed, and I said to the Nachman, please show me some sort of some sort of light." And he said, all of a sudden, he saw a sitter in front of him. And he opened up the sitter. And he opened up the sitter to the first parak, to, to the laning of Simchas Torah, and, and the Haftairah of Simchas Taira. And there it speaks about, in the beginning of Sefer Yeshua, which happens to be, I'm learning that right now, the Sefer Yeshua, where it speaks about Yeshua Benun going to capture Yerich, and going into Eretz Israel. So the Pesach says that HaKadosh Baruch Hu told him, Chazak ve'ematz, lo tairetz you should be, strengthen yourself and deter in the mitzvahs, and you shouldn't be afraid, because HaKadosh Baruch Hu is with you. This Baruch Hu told his father, he said, I hope you're not laughing at me, but I see that the Rav sent me a message that I shouldn't be afraid because HaKadosh Baruch Hu is with me. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is with us in the midst of the isolation. So the father said, I'm not laughing, I'm crying, crying tears of happiness, that Be'emes, you were to see her aura upon him from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So we should recognize whatever aspect of the Teva, of the Beis of the Bet HaMidrash, of our houses, that we're filling with whatever light we can give, then that in itself will give us Chizuk, and that in itself will get us through the Mageif that was going on around us. And I have to mention this thing. I saw this morning in the Shalach Kaddish. I'm going to read over you the Lashon of the Shalach Kaddish. It's unbelievable. He brings down that the Shai Zayar in this week's parasha says, in four times, he's mazir that a person should be careful of dever, of a magefa, of a pan epidemic. That's what he says. He doesn't say the words pan but what he says is a person should be careful of dever. And he says, kishiyesh whenever there is destruction, which is a plague, yikanas adam raglov, a person should bring his legs, he should hide himself away. He shouldn't leave his house. And he, he shouldn't allow the mashchis, he shouldn't allow the, the malach of the mashchis to see his face. Because as long as the mashchis sees his face, then he has an ability to rule over it. But if he doesn't see his face, he can't be sholot on him. And he says the mabel wasn't just a flood. It was a Mashchis. It was a Malacha Mashchis. And he brings down that strat in the Postlech. Hamabu Mayim. What does it say Hamabu Mayim? It should have said Mayim Hoya Hamabu. Or the the Mabu Hoya Mayim. It says, no, Hamabu Mayim. He says it's two things. There was Mayim, but there was also a mabul. The Mashchis' name was mabul. Rabbi said, you hear this? The Dever, the Mageifa, in the times of Nayach, it was the name of of that mageifa was called Mabu. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu was Mitzav vanuch, to hide himself away, to go into the teva, in order that the te- that he should not see him. And I was thinking that it could very well be. The reason why we put masks on, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu is telling to have masks on, is because HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't want that the mashche should see our face. And even though our eyes might be sticking out, but we know Chachmas Adam is Torah the Chachma of man, is really the whole, whole punim of his entire face by wearing masks in the pniyish of Adavar, Really, what we're doing is we're not allowing the mashchis to be able to see our faces. And listen to this, Rabbi Yisrael. Listen to this medrash, to this 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 this, <laughs> this zayar from the Tashlach Kodesh. Brings down as an unbelievable raya that what's going on in our days. That we should recognize that we have the same mashchis, and the aitz is to go into the teva. Could be the Teva was like one big maseicha. It was like one big mask hovering over and covering over Nayach. The Medr says, when, on the Pasuk, where it speaks about Tsoyat Asala Teva, it says that during the daytime, Reb Huna, uh, let's first say the marble, it says like this during the daytime, the Margulis, the precious stone, it was um, very, very dim. It wasn't bright, why? Because since it was daytime outside, that was a raya that it should be uh, it should be, uh, it, should be uh, it should be dimmed because there's enough light from the outside. But when it turned very very bright, then they knew it was night when it was shining very very brightly. That's the lesson of the measure. of Levi called Pateva Shohayu yadu you can show your boy and they bring a mice that there was Huna was running away from the army in Tveria and he hid in a, he hid in a cave and he had Neiris with him and it says the Neiris when they would light them when it would be keha when it would be dim they knew it was daytime when it was night when it was light lit very very brightly they knew it was nighttime we see a sight over here that a, a person has the right connection to the R. So the R itself will shine in a certain way. And the darker it is, the more light that there will be. Like it says, Desires brings down, Ki yisran ha'ar You want to understand what is the Yisran of the R? It's Minachayshech. When there's more darkness, the little bit of light that you have, that shines brightly. And this is a message, Rabbi Isai. That in the midst of the darkness, the little bit of light, that we light, is shining very, very brightly. And this is a raya, Rabbi Sai, that what we're doing today, and we're doing our avod as best as we can in the month of Marech after the Yom we still have the Nekudas Ha'or, which it turns into an orgado Klapya And I want to end off to illustrate this with a ma'isa which I saw. The truth is, I said over part of this ma'isa a year ago, but I just saw it's the yard site. There was a woman that passed away in England a year ago. She was 92 years old. She was a Holocaust survivor. Her name was Mrs. Lerner, Aleha Shalom. She survived Auschwitz. After Auschwitz, she built a beautiful, beautiful family. And her children, Tamida Chacham, when she was elderly, she called her son and she said, she asked that her son should be fulfilled at Siva that she wants that when she passes away, that he should put into the grave a certain Pesach that she used to say every day, every day when she was in Oswish. She said she didn't have a sitter; She wasn't able to daven, but she remembers certain psukim. And the Pesach that she always retained within her was the Pesach that we say, shimcha na al Even though we're in the midst of the darkness, your name, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we do not forget. Don't forget me. And she felt very, very strong that that kept her very, very strong during the Holocaust. And they say over that the son asked her Ribchaim Kanyevsky, stark should they fulfill this and should they write this? There was a whole shiloh. I remember last year I said it over, should they put it in a plastic to be buried? Is it is it do you put a pasuk in into a grave? The whole Reb Chaim said that there's a heter to do it, I think to put it into a plastic. But Reb Chaim's first reaction was. The petek. The denkt we don't need the Petek. The Rebbe knows that Petek. The Rebbe knows all of this. And he, 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 even if she doesn't write it, it will be in her stead. But Rebbe Chaim said, don't tell that to your mother. And he even found an so how they could bury her because she felt very, very strongly this is something she wanted to take with her. So first of all, we see that a woman has such an amuna that no matter where things are holding, we have faith in a Baruch Hu. But there's one other thing in addition that we want to mention. When she was traveling on Auschwitz, she was on the train, and there was a young boy, I think it was a Geruch Hasid, and he had a Gemara. And in the midst of all of the, of the chaos, in the midst of all of the Bilbo, in the midst of all of the Mabal, this Bakr was learning Gemara like he was learning in Yeshiva. How a person was able to do such a thing, I don't know. And this boy's name was Shraga. His name was Shraga, which means a light. And she said, she used to tell over her children she saw the shraga and it always kept her chizuk. and she said when she if she promised herself as a young girl she was a young girl that if she would get out she would build a family and she would build many many lights she would build many many shragas and that's what she did and eventually she even was that one of her grandchildren was born and they decided to name because the children had all heard about them, the story decided to name the child shraga she had her own shraga rabbi sai Rabbi Shai, the Gemara says that a light, but we don't need a light in the middle of the day doesn't do anything, but a light in the middle of the darkness, that does a lot. In the midst of everything that's going on, the Tevas Nayach, the tsayar, the light of our Sashem to the best of our ability, that will get us to all of the chaos, to all of the Mabel, where it's Hashem, we should be Zayche, to see Yeshua's and Rafua's everyone that needs it, all of the tzaddikim that we pray and we daven should continue to be healthy. We should be to a good gebench to Shabbos and a month, That the mar of chesven, we will see rain, we'll see geshem, we'll be zoychem mitzvahshem to the gula shleibim, wishing everyone a good Shabbos. Thank you for listening to this Foundation's podcast production. If you like today's episode, don't forget to subscribe and leave a comment.